Like we were talking outside, man. We were talking about like versatility in the adaptability between the team. Yeah. That's so keen and important to be able to just have anyone step in in a time of need. Like we started off with Javi being a photographer, then Chris. And now we can confidently say anyone on this team can pick up the camera and know that the quality is there because yeah. we all have learned. And like a, you said, we were like chameleons yeah. changing to our environment. And yeah. I think that is an example of how long you can get, like your longevity as a company, mm -hmm. as a person. If you're not able to adapt to new circumstances, new environments, yeah. it shows your your potential. And 52, for example, like we said, it's like, shoot, Aaron went from just video to his photos in, in the DR wild. Yeah. You see the angle. You see the growth. Uh, Chris even he did his first video for Nojo, yeah. which was literally his first time doing video. And that video is amazing. So we see that growth and we each push each other, which is so important, I think, in this environment that we can actually push each other so that when Aaron's out for a month, mm -hmm. our quality doesn't drop. And it's not even just like, all right, somebody can step in. It's like a willingness, like nobody's afraid yeah. to literally just pick up the camera mm. or step into a empty space to accomplish something, whether or not they know they're good at it or not. Yeah. And I think that's what's key is not being afraid of a challenge. Mm. And what makes us different is because we're so versatile. Yeah. Like I love that word versatility, mm. being versatile in something. There's nothing that I feel we can't do. Um, we can literally go through an entire day and have a marketing conversation. We can go through an entire day and have a pitch. We can go through and follow that up with um, social media and branding. Um, we can follow that up with uh, photography, photo shoot, video shoot ideas and treatments. Like it, There's nothing that we can't do. Yeah. There's so many hats that we all wear. Yeah, we can all just switch. And, and it, it's, it's whatever the, the idea is, not that we're – purposely looking for a moment to switch our hat, but we're ready mm -hmm. and available yeah. if the time comes, if there's a necessity, if there's a moment that it just looks like, hey, let's try this out, let's do it. And in that lack of fear, mm -hmm. I think the fear itself is what kills a lot of people and yeah. a lot of companies. And we're blessed to say that our core team here doesn't have that, where I feel if you go to a lot of different sectors or just people in general in your life, you ask them to do something different, oh no, I don't do that. Like, even, like, cooking food. Yeah. Oh, no, no, my wife does the rice. Have you ever tried? No. Why don't you cook the rice? Why don't you try? Like, why, why won't you experiment to see that? And we talked about this even with you and your wife and you discussing, like, hey, I'm the type of person I'm going to move when it feels right. Like, mm -hmm. Or I'm going to do this because it feels right. Or starting 52 and the same thing with me. Um, having that conversation and knowing that, hey, I'm the type of person that I don't care if I live in Boston. I'll move to Florida. I don't care if I live in Florida. If I feel like I have to move to Dallas, I'll move to Dallas. I don't yeah. care that I have another job and we need our time. I, I will separate time, mm -hmm. but I'm a dedicated 52 because I got to put in the work so that next year, or the, whenever that time comes, I can have plenty more time with you knowing that I made the investment now. Yeah. But you have to trust in my vision and that I'm not going to put you in harm's way yeah. or the family in harm's way. Yeah. And a lot of people live in a box of fear that they don't, take that risk. No, 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 I'm just going to stay here. And you can yeah. really see that in people when they're like, you are giving them opportunities. It's almost like you're testing them. Hey man, you want to take a video today? Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm good. And I don't even think it's on like just fear. I think it's also complacency. Like people are cool with being comfortable. Yeah. And they're, and people are really good at being okay with what they're good at. 
Mm. Um, everybody doesn't have the mindset of waking up every day trying to be the best at something. Yeah. And once they accomplish that, all right, I'm not just going to settle for being the best at that. I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to try to be the best at something else now. Mm. Um, a lot of people master one thing, and they just stick to that one thing because they're afraid of failing at something else. Yeah. And I know for us, we're not like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Failure is not an opportunity to beat ourselves up. It's a, it's a chance to learn. And let's learn how to take what we learned in this situation and flip it and let's make it better next time. Mm. Because it's not so much about, all right, cool, I, I, Javi is the best photographer I know, so Javi's the only one taking photos. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of businesses out there. And that would be my advice um, to anybody starting a business, anybody that's wanting to start a business. Your team is key. Because if you start a business with – with people who are great at things and that you just want them to be the only ones that are great at those things and not learn or teach others that throughout the business and throughout the team, mm -hmm. you become one dimensional yeah. and you take away that opportunity to be versatile Correct. because now you're only operating in a sense of what you know of. You're your dependent, knowledge. and you're dependent, right? Yeah. Because if that one person is out, then no one else knows how to do nobody it. Nobody knows how to do it. And yeah. that's like a big thing. I, I've always found um, once I started kind of going in the path of, uh, especially in the church and the pastoral side, I saw something that was flawed was a lot of people didn't that were leaders didn't develop other leaders. Yeah. And I said, good leaders have other leaders. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're an amazing photographer, you're an amazing graphic designer, and you have people under you, the proof of the pudding, the show the show that you are great at what you do, is that the people that learn from you then become great at the same thing. And I think that we have that really well done here. And I would also encourage anyone looking to start even if it's not creativity wise right even if it's not you're not opening a creative firm mm -hmm. if you're doing um even something as boring as like quote-unquote boring as just like an administration company or mm -hmm. organization company whatever it is make sure that you're teaching your next people yeah to do what you can do mm -hmm. and do it better yeah honestly speaking i would love to teach people when they can do better than i because that just shows one that i taught them well enough and that that now i can focus on other adventures and say that I've mastered this. Not that I'm not going to still practice it and intend to that, but now I can focus my energy on something else. Yeah. Um, you were saying this today. You weren't a photographer when you started 52. No. And now your photos are dope. Your your videography has, even though it was more solidified when you started, now it's even further. I, like, I pay it, attention to more details now. Correct. Because of Aaron. Yeah. Like in the same thing with photography, I have a better eye because of Javi and Chris. Yeah. Like, their presence makes me better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't just hand anything photography just off to them. Yeah. Position-wise, obviously, yeah. If you have a photography question or anything like that dealing with a client, that's who they refer to. But for me, like, I'm not afraid to grab the camera and go take a photo of somebody. Mm -hmm. And that comes with confidence. Yep. And not only yourself, but in your ability to grow. And I feel like a lot of people are scared of growth. Because mm -hmm. growth means you got to get a little uncomfortable, and you have to fail. And like, yeah, you have you have to make mistakes. People are scared of the fall. Yeah, not realizing that Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, all these people failed a lot, mm -hmm. and it's and it's corny and it's it's crazy how often you see if you go to any motivational page, you go to any video, anything, they all say, "Yeah, I failed a lot." Yeah. Uh, if you work in sales, you definitely see it. Um, I worked door to door sales for a little bit when I first got married, with my wife in Boston. And I, the one thing I learned in the couple months I worked in door-to-door is you knock on tons of doors, 
You get a lot of no's. You got a lot of no's, but every no, and that breaks you down, but you can't take that into the next one because it only takes one more no to get a yes. Mm -hmm. And all I need is a one yes, two yeses a day, and I'm happy. Yeah. Um, and I feel that everyone should work door to door or something like that mm -hmm. to realize that's how it, life is. You have to have failed ventures. You have to have failure to see success. Success without failure does not exist. Yeah. There's no successful person in the world that says everything I touched worked. Yeah. Nobody just want to take Drake's. No, no. Yeah. And, and even like even Drake, right? Like, or anyone like ev every artist has their flops, right? Mm -hmm. And they learn from that either in private, they failed yeah. where it wasn't, the light wasn't on them or in public, which we've seen people publicly fail. Mm -hmm. And what happens is people criticize them, whatever it is. But once they do the latest, greatest thing, people forget about those things. Yeah. You know, and people think that everyone's going to remember when I failed. No, no one remembers those things. You don't remember probably something embarrassing I did last week, yeah. right? But we think that people remember because we do, but people don't. We people beat gonna ourselves forget up. It. Yeah, we beat ourselves. People, if any, one thing I try to tell people, and maybe it's because I try to be so moderate in my emotions and stuff like that, is people were living with guilt. Yeah. And that sense of, oh, I messed up here. Or I'm guilty about this. Is not saying that you don't care about what you do to people or what, what happens. Is mm -hmm. reflect and say, that has passed. Yeah. I'm a different person now. I'm no longer the person that did that thing. Yeah. And I learned from that. So now I, I won't make those same mistakes. Now I won't mm -hmm. cause that same issue. Now I won't trust uh, my reactions or my finances in that person, or I won't do this. And then now I have grown from that. So now I, I physically can't do that anymore because I've learned my lesson. Yeah. Um, but if you never go through that, you're never going to learn a lesson. You're never going to know um, how st difficult it is starting a company and losing two best friends of yours until that happens. Yeah. Until that happens, you're like, no, my best friends would never do that. And yeah. then it happens, you're like, okay, dang, now I, now I see what, it, what it's like. Mm -hmm. um, and people are just so afraid of it. And I would tell anyone that talks to me, do it. Yeah. Just do it. It's a, it's a, it's a mindset. Mm. Um, we were talking about this earlier that some, some people just don't have the mindset. When you wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. what motivates you? Like, I fully believe that nobody is better than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even even Aaron referenced E.T., you know what I'm saying? The hip-hop preacher. Like, yeah. you may make more money than me. You may, on book, be more successful than me. Mm -hmm. But you will not outwork me. Yeah. You will not. There, there will not be a day where you show up before me. And stay after me. And stay after me. Yeah. It's a Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this so many, so many times. But we have to. I feel it's, like with some people, we have to hammer it in so they can understand yeah, it. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. We shouldn't have to hammer it in. Correct. And that's people like me, I feel like, oh, I got to empower, 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 empower. You know what I mean? But when you get around a group of people that are fire, mm -hmm. right, I won't expect anything less of those people because I don't expect anything less of myself. Yeah. I cannot lose. And that's not like a, a an arrogance or stubbornness. It's literally like, nah, bro. I put myself in the position because for years it's been all talk. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we've always been in these situations where we talk, 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 and we don't do it. Mm -hmm. I put myself in a position to where it's now or never. At this point, I cannot lose. Yeah, you're back against the wall. Like back against the wall. Money's on the line. It's either make it or let my household down. Mm -hmm. It's either make it or let myself down. I, there's no going back. Yeah. I cannot go back to Top Golf. Why? Because I've seen what the other side looks like. Yeah. 
And that's the thing for people. If they just got to see what the other side looked like, they would be able to really tap in and believe in themselves. It's the question of leaving your lawn, mm-hmm. hopping the fence, and going to seeing the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to take the risk. You can't sit there at home wondering what the world is like without getting your ass up and going out and finding out. Yeah. If you just constantly sit there and be comfortable on your couch, you will forever be complacent. You will ever, forever be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I can't be comfortable. That normal type of life ain't for me. And once I realized what it's like to chase your dream, and I've done so many things to chase my dream, but this is the first time in my life that I'm actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm doing it, there's nothing else. Like, I can't go back to the life before. Because it was like, man, bro, I've been wasting time. The happiness that I feel now compared to then doesn't even compare. With that, and I, I feel very similar, and I've had this discussion with other people, but something I've noticed is the same thing. It's, I think that some people, even if they saw that, though, either through complacency or just from how they are structured, mm-hmm. they still either lack the motivation or they just genuinely don't care enough. Yeah. About their like and so I've had to come to the realization that not everyone is built like I am. Not everyone has the work ethic that I do, that we do, that a lot of people around us do. And I have to accept that because even if they saw all of it, they don't care enough to chase after it. So there are and I'm fine with that. My only issue once again, and I've said this multiple times and I probably will, my only issue is with people that don't chase after it and complain that they don't have it. At that point, yeah. You either, if you don't want to chase after it and you can become complacent, you can't, accept, com- you can't don't complain. complain, accept it, right? So it's the same thing if uh, a bird to get the, 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 their babies out of the, the nest, you yeah. put thorns in it and make them uncomfortable so they jump out, right? Yeah. I don't think that every baby should jump out instantly because they might fall and die. That is the, the truth of life. So some people don't want to fall out and die and they feel like they're not ready to fly. That's fine. Just don't complain about it. Yeah. Don't, com- it's your decision. And I've, that's my only issue. Like, if there are people that are accepting and living a nine to five life, Monday through Friday, but they want to have uh, Saturday and Sundays off, they want to make fifty thousand dollars a year, eighty thousand dollars a year, and be and they're fine with that to have time with their family and that's what they like, modest life. I'm okay with that because I don't mm-hmm. think everyone should be business owners, or else we wouldn't have businesses. Because then who's going to work for the businesses, right? That's the mentality that I've I've come to realize. Not everyone's supposed to chase their dream. Yeah, there's those who chase a dream and those that work for that person's dream, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. The only issue is if you're working at McDonald's or you're working at these places and you're complaining about it. The, the, but not doing anything. Not even doing it. It's, it's ultimately your choice, right? Because people say this all the time, like, oh, I don't have the college degree. Who cares? Yeah. Who, who cares that you don't have a college degree? A lot of people don't have college degrees. I have a degree in theology, bro. Do you think that opens doors for me? Where? Where in my <laughs> business aspect of my life, because I, I don't work full-time in ministry, yeah. does that open doors for me? Nowhere nowhere and I've worked at companies Tesla and stuff they didn't care it was who I was I chased after it I went from door to door and other all these other sales jobs and then I got one of my favorite jobs has been Tesla because I wanted it yeah. and I applied mm-hmm. anyone can do it it's not a difficult feat it's just that you have to be ready to maybe get a no or maybe get a yes and then chase after it and do your own part mm-hmm. but if you complain about it complain about it complain about it and don't do anything to move forward that's where I have a problem. Don't complain about it to me because you're not going to get anything back. If you're going to complain to me, and I feel you might feel the same way, if you're going to complain to someone like us, mm-hmm. it's just you're not talking the same language here. Yeah. You, 
if you were complaining about me, like, man, I'm trying all these tactics, it's not working. Then I'd be like, all right, cool, let's let's look at it, let's game plan for you. Because mm -hmm. obviously, you're, I see the grind. But if I see you're not working, you can tell like that from the bat. Just spending a little bit of time with someone, you can tell if they're they're hardly they're working towards their, their dream or they're just a talker about it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, man, I want to start this clothing company. Cool. Have you looked at you know, providers? Have you looked at factories? Have you done anything? Where's your logo? I got an Instagram page, bro. Cool. I make a hundred Instagram pages. You know this. I, I anything that has the first name Saint, I own. Yeah. Because I, I don't want anyone else to even try to use my name. Yeah. But that's easy. What have you done to move it forward? Exactly. Nothing. That's your fault. No one else's fault. That's yours. Mm -hmm. Especially after 2020 when you got free money from the government. Biden's about to give us another $1,400 or trying to. Like the, the amount of opportunities that you've had in the past year and you still haven't done it. It's ridiculous. You, you're never going to do it. You're, either you're going to have to wake up mm -hmm. and realize that it's not for you. Yeah. Or wake up and say, man, I procrastinated like crazy. Yeah. And now I have to actually put things into action not say i'm going to do it and then buy a gucci belt and not like and not sacrifice the, the small luxuries or my uber eats and then buy something for my company buy something for my dream right just realize hey man i'm not gonna i'm not built for this not everyone's built to be a ceo that's fine mm -hmm. don't be a ceo be happy with your nine to five accept it yeah it's a it's a mindset it's just something that you got to embody yeah and as as i've grown in my um ways of business mm. i've become way more selective with who i talk business with because i value my time more and that's like that's that's the craziest thing i value my time more now that i don't have a lot of it mm -hmm. now that we have the business and the business is, ro is rolling i don't have time to waste with somebody who's not about it you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like how hungry are you yeah how much how bad do you want it you know what I'm saying? Hey, we, E.T. getting free promotion from us. <laughs> you got to want it as bad as you want to breathe. Yeah. Like, when I wake up in the morning, like, we talked about it in, in the New Year's episode. It's one more. Like, mm -hmm. there's no, like, ah, oh, yeah, we got it, bro. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. 24-hour rule. Let's move on. Yeah. You know, so, to our accomplishments so far, since January started, we took a toast on Sunday. Popped a bottle of champagne, took a toast. Cheers. On to the next one. Exactly. You know what I mean? We don't get caught up on what we've done. We're getting ready on what we're about to do. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that, like, people are so focused on, on shit that doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? Like, bro, nobody cares about what you did in November. Nobody cares about the fact we did a drive-in in December. Why? Because mm -hmm. it's over. It moved forward. All right, what's next? Everybody's so comfortable with, they, bro, they, like, I hate when people say, yeah, my best years. Like, why would you sell yourself short? Mm. Oh, man, college was my best years. That was nah, bro. Like that was your all downhill now. Like exactly. It's like no. That was so far. Those mm -hmm. were my best years. But I have yet to even encounter the things I'm going to accomplish. Yeah. And the biggest thing for me, and I think for anybody who's even thinking about business, anybody who's even thinking about chasing a dream, is team, mm. team, and your your inner circle. Yeah. Like these people, you need to have a high standard. You have to be picky with the people you work with. Mm. You have to be picky with the people you trust with your vision and your dreams. Mm. Everybody don't need to hear your dreams. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't give a fuck about your dreams. Or you know they're going to I mean? do stuff to, to they'll, disturb they'll, it and, to, to, to and, dis and discourage distract you. you and discourage you. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, like any time, any chance they get, they're, sh they're shit talking on whatever you want to do. That's a hard lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's a very hard lesson. Imagine telling your best friend, hey, man, like, hey, man, I got this idea. Woo, woo, woo. And then you tell them 
And they're like, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, no, bro. Like, no, why are you around people like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I tell you about an idea that I have, the response that I'm looking for and the response that should be the standard is, hey, bro, bet. Let's, hey, what do you need from me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how can we get this going? Mm-hmm. That, that should be the heart. That should be the mindset. Yeah. And it's crazy, bro, that everybody on this team I haven't even known for over seven months. Seven, eight months. Yeah. Not even a year of friendship. And the people that I've known for years are no longer here. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's mindset. I spent too much of my time trying to convince people to get on my level when they weren't built to be on my level. That's what 52 is. We are people who operate on a frequency that nobody else can understand, but yet we're trying to talk to people and tell them why we do what we do, trying to get them to understand what we want. Hey, hey, this this is what's going to happen, bro. We're going to have all these goals, dreams, aspirations. This is what we're going to hit, success, success, success. success. And it's like this, 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 that, and the other. And it's just like, Boom, right over their heads. And it's like we get so frustrated. But they're not built to understand what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Why? Because our mindset is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I just can think of every once in a while. It's something that I embody. It's who I am. It's who I wake up. Like, literally, I'm a crass person. Mm -hmm. I'm a very upfront person. And I demand greatness out of people because I expect greatness from myself. And it's like, oh, well, if you get frustrated with me, it's your fault because you set the, (laughs) you know what I mean? You set the tone too high for me. Mm -hmm. Now I know what your greatness level is and I will forever call greatness out of you. And I expect the same from you Mm -hmm. because I know if I'm slipping, what I need is somebody to look at me and be like, yo, B, you tripping, bro. Mm-hmm. You tweaking right now. That's like, what, what, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, and the hardest thing that I've had to learn is, is transparency because in my family and what has been modeled for me, men aren't transparent. Men aren't, aren't open and honest and mm-hmm. emotional, you know? And it's just like I was always this hard person that don't talk about my feelings. Mm-hmm. And now I'm to the place where I, I know how to talk about my feelings. Yeah. And I'm more self-aware of myself. And that's key. People need to learn how to be self-aware, how to read a room, Mm. somebody who knows how to read body language, somebody who's able to dissect what's going on around them in order to better the atmosphere. That's what is needed. You're asking hard questions, uncomfortable questions, because what makes marriages stronger, what makes friendships stronger, even just regular relationships stronger is disappointment, Mm. disagreements. And how we respond to those disagreements and mm-hmm. how we respond to being disappointed. Yeah. That's what makes them stronger. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I became very administrative with 52. Mm-hmm. And for a season, like, I wasn't creating as much. And, you know, it was just like, uh, you know, we making the jokes, A.B., you don't even record no more. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And it was like, I took offense to it. There was mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, what you mean, bro? Like, I ain't doing nothing. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it was like. I took a miscommunication and I learned from it. Mm-hmm. Something that I took to offense actually helped me go harder yeah. and made me take my videos to the next level. Because if I'm editing a video, the, it has to match what Aaron's videos look like. Mm-hmm. If I'm editing a photo, it has to match what Javi and Chris's photos look like. Yeah. There shouldn't be, when we post something, mm-hmm. there should never be a clear difference in who did it. Correct. It should be, never be like, oh, Javi shot that. Yeah, like should, people should you know never know that everyone was gone. People that didn't know Aaron was gone for the last month, and our quality—that's a compliment—didn't go down. Aaron was gone for a month. That's a compliment. Yeah, because we were able to keep the same content mm-hmm. 
in the same quality, even though a key piece was missing. Yeah. That was our first test as a team, mm-hmm. as a company, having one of our key members, yep. our executive director, gone hey. <laughs> for a month. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, what are we going to do? Yeah, is, are we going to stop for a month now? What, like, what, What's going to happen? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. So, all right, it's either step up to the plate, mm-hmm. accept the challenge, or just cower back and play it safe, and we'll just wait till he gets back. Exactly. And we'll just focus on photo content. Mm-hmm. But no, we're in the business of challenging ourselves mm-hmm. and challenging each other. And that's where growth happens. That's where versatility is born, mm-hmm. with challenging yourself, being in a position to not be afraid to take on a task even though you've never done it before in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, if I knew how creative I was in high school, I would have saved myself a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. So, but at the end of the day, I know that, man, those years helped me grow. Mm-hmm. It helped me find myself. So now it is up to us and it's our responsibility to make sure that all these kids and people coming up after us don't have to go through what we went through. Yeah. They don't have to question and go through years of trying to figure out what they're good at. You know what I mean? Like there should be uh, an avenue for creatives that doesn't seem far-fetched. That doesn't out seem like, you know, out, like, oh, you're trying to chase a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, bro, we live in an era where anybody can become famous just by the click of a button. Mm-hmm. Success is And it shouldn't a- be a negative thing. Because that's my, I always, that was killer for me, is especially with the, not to bash a generation, but older generations when they look down upon that. Oh, you're just trying to get famous real quick. And I get the, the, sur- yeah. you the damn superficial. Yeah, right, though. I, I know the superficial side of it, but it's also like. Yeah, I want to get famous so I can get money easier and I can achieve goals easier. Do you not want that? That, that was always my frustration when it's like, I'm not sure if you had this in your family, but in other families, obviously, you would have parents say things like, oh, when I was in your age, I had to do this and the other. I had to walk to school, do this. Cool. Well, this isn't you, your age. This isn't your age, and didn't you work hard and go through that so I wouldn't have to go through that? Or do you want me to go through that? Because I had a debate with my mother quite a bit. She would say, oh, I had clean houses for you. And so I said, I'd never want to clean houses. She goes, are you discrediting my service? I'm like, I'm honored and so grateful for your sacrifices. But I would hope as a mother who went through it, you would never want to see your children do the same thing. Do the same thing. Would you want me to have a cleaning schedule? No, of course not. Exactly. So when I say that, it's not to discredit what you do. I love you and I'm grateful for what you did. But I never want to do what you have to do for my children. Because now I want to respect what your sacrifice was. And do one better for you so that my, mm-hmm. your grandkids, my kids, and my children will never have to do what I did. Yeah. Right? If they can get what they need to get at 19, 18, kudos to you. If they become a professional gamer, like at age 13, like these kids nowadays, mm-hmm. I'd be ecstatic or whatever it is when I have children because it's going to be a minute, but I'd be ecstatic, you know? And I think that's a mentality that you have to have as a parent, but also as a, in a company because once again, it's an idea. You're the CEO right now, right? You're growing the company. It'd be crazy for you to be like, or Aaron or any one of us to be like the next generation of people that come into 52 as we're growing within the company. While I, they never did videos like Aaron did it and they never did vi- then that means the company's not growing and it's not proceeding forward. That means the com- companies has either become stagnant, complacent, or in the worst case scenario, it's going down in quality because we're not now, we're not touching that because at that point we're overseeing companies, right? So it should be better. Mm-hmm. At some point, there should be coming someone in the company, if not already now, someone new that should do graphics. Where I do write my graphics on the phone, and I think they're pretty good. They're all right. I, I don't think my graphics are bad. But I feel like there's someone should be people that do it tremendously better, extremely better, noticeably better than when I look at it, noticeably better than when I did. 
and the same for videography and the same for photography mm -hmm. because we're now in a position of managing those people that have so much capacity and so much talent and raw ability and now we can provide yeah. guidance for them not bashing them and saying well mine was always better than you no if that's the case let me teach you so you can be better than i am right um and if i think of every company parent adopts that saying i want the best for the next person up i want them to step on my shoulders that's the idea stepping on the shoulders of giants is not discrediting the giants it's saying thank you now i'm on your shoulders now i can see more now yeah. i can achieve more now i can reach higher strides yeah i think people are so afraid of recognition mm. and people are so afraid of being called conceited yeah. Oh, you're cocky. Mm -hmm. And I was that same person, bro. I was that same person six months ago. I, like everybody saying, "Oh, CEO, CEO, CEO." I was like, "No, no, 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 no." But now I, I, I'm in a healthy place to where it's not ego. It's, it's confidence. It's a, it's a true confidence in who I am. And, and it's, and it's, it's can, a truth thing, right? It's, it's not. I, I've always said this. It's I'm not cocky. I am confident in what I know, what I'm doing. If I was cocky, I'd but not like, even know what I'm doing. Like I know what I'm capable of. Yeah, and it's it's like when I say, "Can't nobody fuck with me." Mm. I mean that <laughs> with every bone in my body. Why? Mm. Because I know what is coming. Yeah. What What's gonna happen in the future? You see the vision. I I I, the, I didn't just cast the vision. I actually believed what I was saying, mm. and that's the problem. I, there's a lot of people in our generation that are saying shit they don't believe, mm. and they're trying to get people to believe in something they don't even believe in. Yeah. And we we we're talking about quotes and all these different things, and it's just like, yo, people follow trends, but an audience follows vision. Come on. They yep. they want to they want something to believe in, bro. Mm -hmm. When I tell people about a fifty two and it's about a fucking whale <laughs> and a frequency level and why yeah. it's on a different like people like it never fails every single time. People are just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my god, that's that's I'm in. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just like, what is that? Because I'm saying something and you know I believe everything that I'm saying. Yeah. So when I sit there and I say that, yo, bro, like, I do this, mm -hmm. like. You, you can't, it's like, oh, you're cocky. No, you're insecure. Mm. My confidence threatens you. Yeah. But when confident people roll with confident people, they they, they, they hear that and they're like, bro, you are the GOAT. Mm -hmm. How many times do we call Hobby the GOAT? How many times yeah. we call Chris the GOAT? How many times we call Aaron the GOAT? Mm -hmm. Naeli the GOAT? How many times? We all call each other goats. Yeah, all the we're time. a room full of fucking goats. Exactly. And it's like, bad. bro. And it, yeah, bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're a bunch uh, of yeah. bad people, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't even, <laughs> can't nobody mess with us, bro. Exactly. And it's because we know that and we're not threatened by each other. No. You know how many people get around a room where people think of them that highly of themselves and they get so insecure? Bro, he always talking about himself. Wow, you don't like you talking about yourself either? Yeah, we're talking about that's like, human nature. Everybody exactly. likes talking about themselves. Everybody well, we likes hearing good things yeah. about themselves. Yeah, we are ourselves, so we're going to talk from our perspective of things, right? And I had this issue a lot because I've been called cocky, and I've for a while have developed more into my confidence in myself and knowing what I'm capable of, mm -hmm. knowing what I can do, knowing what I do produce. So I say, like, the work speaks for itself. So when I say I'm good at this, and I, I'm honest, I don't think I'm the best at graphics. Y'all say I'm very good, but I truly believe I don't know the best. I can say what I'm the best at. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at this. I'm very good at creative, as much as we want to say directing or whatever we want to say, but a creative eye in these things, and I know what I'm good at. And when I say that, people get frustrated and look at me. And it's the same thing, even at my job, a few times I've said, when I first started and I was hitting number one, and people were like, this new kid's getting number one scores all the time. And I would say, yeah, I'm going to hit number one. You're never going to kick me off. 
I'm getting it promoted within the first month. I said within the first three months. I got promoted within my first two weeks. I was promoted to my new thing. People looked at me like, you know, it's it's what Conor McGregor says. Say something that you're going to do and then go out and do it. Yep. And I feel that people are so scared of that to be looked upon as cocky. Or they're just not. I feel it's either that or they truly don't believe in themselves. And that's why they don't say it. So then they, they don't say it themselves because they're scared of saying that they're good at something and being criticized. They have that imposter syndrome. And then what happens is they see other people that are achieving their goals or, or saying things and, and accomplishing it, and they want to hate on him. Mm-hmm. He's so cocky. He's so arrogant. No, you're just insecure, and he knows who he is. Yeah. If I know I'm a king, I'm going to act like a king, right? Mm-hmm. That's not cockiness. That's being a king. Yeah. If I know I'm great at something, I'm the Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. I'm the greatest of all time. And I'm going to speak like I'm Muhammad yeah. Lee. I have heard people say that Muhammad Lee's cocky and, and, and arrogant. No, he's not. He's the greatest of all time. Yep. And he Fact. believed it. Yeah, and he believed it and he and embodied it. The only way you embody something is if you believe it and you say it. You don't embody something that you don't speak on, mm-hmm. that you don't address. So if you're not cocky, if you're not confident, you're never going to achieve greatness. I, I firmly believe that. So It's a simple saying, bro. Yeah. Walks like a duck. Quacks like a duck. <laughs> what is it? Fucking duck. <laughs> And it, it, like, bro, we, we, royalty isn't a privilege. It's a mindset. Mm. It's ownership. Yeah. People think that, oh, I have to be in the right position in order to be, uh, to encounter any type of royalty and this, that, and the other. Like, bro, in my mind, royalty is achievable by anybody because yeah. royalty is a mindset. It's a it's lions. how you carry yourself. Lions. It's those, it's those people who dress up on Instagram and show their whole closets, and you sitting there mm. laughing at them. And then a year later, everybody's following them because they're mimicking exactly <laughs> what they're wearing. And Nike sending them you know stuff saying? for free and all these things. Yeah, exactly. And you over here sitting here talking shit about them for the last year, but who's getting free shit? Not exactly. you. Yeah. Like I literally would hear people talk like, oh, I don't like, uh, I don't like when she posts. She always posts about herself. Well, you're following her, right? Yeah. Unfollow why, her then you if you don't like it. Like, why, why are you following me if you don't want to see me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, this isn't Instagram in 2012, mm-hmm. 2013. We're not taking pictures of our breakfast and coffee anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, Instagram is our brand. It's our yep. business. So if you don't want to see me, go follow, follow somebody else and exactly. go and follow me. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, I do this. You do this. Mm-hmm. Aaron does this. Javi, Chris, Nayeli, everybody does this. Mm-hmm. And and you can't deny that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a, a way to tap into each other. It's like, you will not come into our office and leave there thinking that you're not good at something. Mm. We will gas you up yeah. <laughs> every single chance we get. And support people. That's, that's the mentality. People that are um, confident in themselves put confidence in others. Yeah. And I was even saying, like, I repeat it, uh, lions. Lions are not the strongest, they're not the fastest, they're not the biggest, but they're the king. Yeah. It's all in your mind. And then once you establish that mindset, not only are you putting yourself in that place, people that come around you, you're supporting. My wife cannot get sad around me without me trying to support her. Yeah. A random person in the street, if I see them and they're talking to me and we have a conversation, I'm going to uplift them. I'm not going to tell them, no, yeah, you suck. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Those words don't come out of my mouth, other than a joking manner, obviously, but... I tell someone, hey, you're great. Like, you can do this. You're the best. I yeah. love being someone's cheerleader. And I think this is the mindset. Be people's cheerleader. Support people. Don't live in your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Be confident. Don't worry about the look of cockiness. Yeah. Be confident in that. Empower people as much as you can. Yeah, 100%. Because greatness calls out greatness in others. It's it Literally, greatness is contagious. It 100% is. And when you put yourself around a bunch of great 
people. You're, you, you have no better. option other other than to be great. You have no option other to step it up. If you're around lazy people, you have no other option but to be lazy. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an old phrase that all parents always said. Mm-hmm. Show me your five friends, and I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Like Bruce Lee said, "Be water. Hey, be formless. water, my friends. Formless, chameleons. No matter where we go, no matter who we're around, no matter what we're dealing with, we will always fit." <laughs>